0: Hi! <laughs> Look, we're in the same screen. Is this you or hear you Hi. or have you hear us? All, all of the above, really. <laughs> so cool! Um, so, we're not in our respective homes. We,
1: respective, respective homes, we are in the airport. Specifically, MCO. Because we're coming back from Disney. You're friends with us on Instagram. You saw we were in Disney World this last, I guess, couple of days. Yeah, long
0: weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we'll we'll probably talk about that full trip at a different point. Um, mostly because we are on a time. Match.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be boarding in about an hour. But as promised, we wanted to dish on the new live action Little Mermaid movie.
0: So, um, first of all, watching it in Disney Springs, um, made me love it even more. That's first and foremost. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just seeing everybody, a lot of people well, like some sort of disney bound and i thought that was really sweet um there was this one family so I'm sorry for the announced. fingers crossed i don't nah. we'll see um but there was this one family where like one parent was like you are the one that's going to take this photo to her, like her son she was like because you didn't dress up like you didn't want to oh, dress up yeah. that killed me <laughs> And she was, like, in original, like, an Ariel blue dress, corset thingy. It was cute.
1: Kind of like how the Disneyland princess meet-and-greet dress looks. Yes. If you've seen it, you know. Really? So pretty. Um, but, anyway. Well, um, I also bound it as Ariel. She did. I was Belle. <laughs> it was Princess Day. Princess so. Day. Um, You'll see picture, uh, I'll Maybe I'll insert a picture of my ears here. We'll see how much editing I feel like to bring to this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's really about us telling you what we mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, but also, she has a very busy week. It's her birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday.
0: This will be officially out after her birthday, right? After, likely.
1: Yeah, or the end of the week. But, but yeah, it's after my birthday, I guess. So either which way, switch um, her. And Claudia, don't tell Disney World that my birthday wasn't this entire weekend because I was, it wasn't, not me wearing a disney birthday pin the entire time
0: ma'am disney disney wouldn't care no they would be
1: like you're right Bella. it is your birthday yeah so what a gift having the new little mermaid was for me personally it was one of my favorites growing up my mom talks about me incessantly playing the original movie and singing Ariel's longing siren song now in retrospect that's kind of weird (laughs) we'll get into it Um, i love it (laughs) constantly so I mean, I thought, I thought this was a very emotional movie viewing for us. <clears throat> it was.
0: Literally, the the title did not even show up. All we saw were waves Wait. and a Hans Christian Andersen quote. And we were like, oh, my God. And we were crying already. I made a little <laughs> cry angle.
1: Not a cry angle. I did. Not a I tried cry-angle. show. I
0: tried showing you, but, like, again. I was crying, right, too. Rightfully so. You wouldn't be able to see it.
1: Uh. Wait, wait. yeah so what we'll do is we made a couple of points that we want to talk about like changes in the this film that we liked or didn't like or were kind of like huh, eh, about uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh influence of our boy lin-manuel miranda and apparently this is controversial very um uh, hot topic unpop no not i wouldn't say unpopular opinion but just not like an opinion we thought the majority ma- of masses would have
0: yeah also uh just want to state there absolutely will be spoilers, so Both if you facts. do not want spoilers, listen once you watch it and then see how you have come back when you're done. But don't say we didn't tell you, tell you so. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so there were a few omissions and additions that I think we should talk about. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, one omission, I guess we'll start with that, is uh, editing out some of Ursula's lines in Poor Unfortunate. Ah. so. Okay. And I've already said this to Christina too. My main gripe is that we've had we Lim Manuel Miranda on, who is a rhyme master. Like, he can come up with a lot. Like, you've seen him do it like, and so.
1: The rap battles on the radio and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. And, like, I. I mean, freestyle. <clears throat> we're here. I, 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 I knew what you meant.
0: But, like, um,. I am more upset that they couldn't find something more. I guess like, like now century, now century, now timing, modern, modern. Thank you. Words. <laughs> wow. I'm the one with the coffee right now. So, and I've already had two. Maybe I should have a third. But um, yeah, something more modern to replace those lines. It's the um, the lines that go. The men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore yes on um, land is much preferred for ladies not to say a word after all, after all dear what is idle prattle for and so i i understand why it was included in the original and i do think it works with the original and i understand why it was omitted because and i believe it was Mankin, out mr mr allen Mankin. he said praise um praise be he said that they didn't want um, young viewers seeing this and getting the wrong idea of, like, having to withhold their voices and such. And so, like, I get that. I do. But I do think that those lines should have been replaced with something more modern to kind of, like, further push it along.
1: But I do also like what they did. you want yeah, I, you also like I mean, they cut the whole verse, so I think it was just a little surprising to all of us. Like, who, you know, anyone who's was obsessed with the movie or has even seen it and, like, is down with Ursula, we'll hear the change. Like, you'll be singing in your head, and the verse is missing. Yeah. And you it's, like, very, like, oh, no. <laughs> but I also understand why it was taken out. Um, I do think the concept, like you said, in that is important, though, because uh, of those lines, um, because it's Ursula's, like, cynical, kind of sadistic oh. view of humans and women, and she's trying to sway Ariel. But... um, she wasn't trying to sway Ariel in this live-action feature. In fact, that whole scene, she kind of forces her into the deal. Yeah. Instead of Ariel making the choice to succumb to her desire to go pursue this man, Ursula uses this to further her own motivation, which is awesome. And for us who, mm-hmm. you know, stand villains, it was nice to see, like, <laughs> Ursula having more motivation beyond just yeah. being, like, nasty. Oh, she had a lot of motivation, actually. We So yeah. when we read her book a few weeks ago, was that last week? You, Oh, sorry. When I read (laughs) Ursula's terribly, terrible, terrible book in the multiverse of Disney. And I got mad. And Greek mythology. um, We learned in that book that Triton is actually her brother. And they upheld that in this story, which was helpful because it definitely furthered along the reason why Ursula needed Ariel Mm -hmm. to upset and capture Triton.
0: Yeah, because in order for her, because her main motive (laughs) is to, like, seek the power of the ocean and basically get revenge for her brother being a douche to her. Right. Um, I mean... <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, I I do agree that I like the forcing because it shows that, like, she has... She being uh, Ursula has a lot to at stake. And that she needs Ariel in order to make her plans of getting back at Triton Battle. Agreed. And it makes her more desperate, and I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just gave her, like, a true villain's mission. Like, she wasn't just yes. some random sea witch, mm-hmm. which is more akin to, like, how it was presented in Hanza's tale, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And, um, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, go off. So another omission that I noticed, especially given my um, little visual share last time of the vocal nodules, vocal polyps, Ursula did not keep a garden of polyps. No. That's gonna be really loud slamming. That is sorry, sorry. <laughs> Ursula did not have a polyp garden. Um, her lost souls were actually just skeletons, so we saw some really good uh human fish bones in the her area. Yeah, and, and, and then like Triton gets obliterated for a minute for like ten minutes, so he low key turns into bubbles. Well, sud, yeah. So we had just, to just like
0: sud. sud, sud, bubbles. Anyway,
1: um, we got the foam. That's the word. I'm doing <laughs> great.
0: How Hans Christian <laughs>
1: Andersen's seafoam, we got that in Triton's brief demise. Yes. And so, I mean, I'm good with with that. Yeah, with him.
0: Because, I, I don't know, it feels like there's more at stake with that. Than yeah. him just being Apollo.
1: Yeah, Ariel got to see, like, oh my god, my decision just led to the death of my father. And now yes. this woman's going to take over the oceans. Yes. All for ten minutes. Maybe less, but it's okay.
0: But, like, also the... The other thing with Ursula that I liked, it, and it adds to her villain, villainy, if you will, is they added a, mm. a term and condition that is not mentioned. So like in the original, girl, if you've seen, you know, she lays it out flat. This is the deal. You got three days. Sun sets on the third day. You turn back to a mermaid and you belong to me. Now here. Pursue the that kiss, Ariel. Pursue yeah. that kiss. Pursue that kiss. And Ariel in this modern retelling isn't told that there is a term and condition that involves amnesia that she does not remember that she needs to kiss the prince in order to keep him and maintain her human form and so i personally i liked that it adds more villainy to her like a, more of a sense of being a villain because to me in the original she Ursula was just like very matter of fact like this is what it is. This is what's going to happen. Sign. Sign the scroll. I know you want it, right? Yeah. But here it's, again, the desperation, and it's to the point that she's so desperate to include or <clears throat> include but omit in telling her of the terms and conditions this amnesia clause. Mm-hmm. And so I <laughs> I think it was great, and I think it added to Ursula.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree. And it also then gave us more, um, like, of Ariel's friends so her CGI animal mm-hmm. cast co- co-stars because they knew the whole thing yes they knew what they needed to do mm-hmm. so we got to see them like um their com- camaraderie on land between water and air and land which was really cool like she had she had a guard in the air on yeah. the land in the water everyone was looking out for Ariel trying to promote so a ki- right yeah. trying to get her to, to do the kiss and that also kind of helped along the kiss the girl yes
0: it does and we're going to get to Kiss Girl, but mm-hmm. still on the note of amnesia, I, I think, because I feel like there's this, there's this thing with suspense. And it happens in a lot of movies where it's like, especially in horror, if you will, um, that the audience knows something that the main character doesn't know. It's and a dramatic irony. I believe so. Um, and so... It adds to the suspense that you have within as the watcher that you're just like, oh my God, you're so close. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Come on. Or like when you're watching a movie and like you see that the killer is going into the bathroom and you see the person, the protagonist going through and they're searching and you're like, please God, don't go into the bathroom. And you're like Son of a bitch, you're going into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I think the amnesia clause added that too. I agree. So I liked that.
1: Yeah, it was great. And it, it added it for it like it added the tension to her um yes. to her friends. Her so, and my friends, I'm talking about Flounder, Sebastian, and Scuttle. The whole time they're freaking out because they're like, ah, oh, she has to do this, and for some reason she doesn't know anymore that she has to do this. Like she's gonna get screwed over. But they do put it together pretty quickly.
0: Yes. Um, which I do enjoy. Um I mean, do you wanna talk about I don't know. Tell me what you want to
1: talk about. Oh <laughs> okay. So Let's see. Let's go into our um, motives and personality. Okay. I love that. Um, Want to talk about Eric? Yeah. So right. we officially, I think both of us, funny, we agree that Eric is now our prince. Like, he's our yeah. favorite Disney prince because yes. of the development we got from this, him. This. This Prince, prince Eric, Eric. Not OG Prince no. Eric. Garbage. I mean, <clears throat> he just was, like, boring. He, he was nothing. flat. So He was flat. flat. He was really flat. I mean, he saved Max the dog, which was iconic of him and he uh, did that again in this version which was n- mandatory because that's why ariel has to save him um, mm-hmm. eric yes from the shipwreck but we mm-hmm. get more dimension in eric um for example we he's give an he's an orphan so the the ruler of the caribbean we're guessing caribbean south american island where they govern is his like his adoptive mother mm-hmm um but he's also like very adventurous and he longs for the sea. And I thought that was such a dope foil for Ariel who yes. longs for the land um and the air. So they definitely like their their paths were going to cross at some point because they were always looking for each other. Yes. So that was cool. But also um when Ariel's like snooping on the ship mm-hmm. and she's listening to him talk about compassion and adventure and like I want progress in my my like island area, like I don't want to get left behind. We could see like her having a reason to become obsessed with this random human boy yeah
0: outside of just him being like pretty
1: right yeah which is definitely what our OG version gave yeah and like yes
0: OG Prince Eric very pretty so pretty but call me old-fashioned I need a personality to go with the tall pale and no tall
1: dark and pale and handsome I don't know I don't know I don't know but either which way I like this development of this Eric oh and this also then plays into, we know Triton hates humans, but Eric's whole, like, this whole speech that Ariel overhears, where he's talking about, like, mm-hmm. progress, travel, and adventure, and he just wants more, he wants to be in the sea, totally contrasts what Ariel's been told about humans yes. this whole time by her father. And her father, of course, when she brings this up to him, it's just, you know, he goes and destroys her room, which is I'm the same. Still, still just traumatized. Honestly. PTSD. I jumped. Yeah. Um,
0: but what else with Eric? I also really, really like um when they're going through so they're going through the town and like she's exploring everything and like Oh like, she has legs. When she has legs. And um I I do love that you see him being more playful with her, that like there's more interaction between them. Um and even before then, Eric doesn't necessarily Love her immediately. He sees her and he's just like, Oh, hey, what's your name? and she doesn't speak, and he's like, Visibly disappointed, and he's just like, Oh, I guess we'll keep searching for her. Crazy, doop, 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 doop. um, but like you see that development, and yes, it's still within three days, it's still giving Romeo and Juliet, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but yeah, and they are teenagers too. Uh, he's 21, calm down, he
1: had a 21st birthday. Was that what that was? Yeah. Oh, he's cradle robbing.
0: Um, I mean, they don't really disclose how old she is. In my brain,
1: she was eighteen. I not thought 16. Sebastian said, "I'm not your teenage babysitter." So I mean, eighteen, 18 is still. 18 a is, and maybe mermaid years are different. I don't know. It's like it's like dogs and cat. Years. Do sex machina anyway. No. Sorry.
0: Anyway, but um. <laughs> But yeah, I I do like the development that they added to him. They gave him a song. Um, oh, contentious, contentious. Yeah, like, okay. Was that in the Broadway show? You said no, right? I think he had an I Want song, but I don't think it was that I Want song. Okay. Um, so, with that in mind, I I liked his I Want song. <laughs> um. I think... I think his I Want song was coming off a little more bratty than, like, Ariel's I Want song, if mm. that makes any sense. But, like, by the
1: end of the I Want song, I was like, all right, you're slapping. <laughs> yeah, his song definitely informed us how much he wants the ocean, and whereas, like, Part of Your World informs us how much Ariel wants the land. Yes. And, I mean, eventually him. <laughs> but, um... It didn't bother me.
0: No. And like, he belted, but honestly,
1: like, nothing compares to Miss Bailey. She's incredible. If for no other reason, go see it to hear just her version of everything. And all right, we'll get there. Yeah. Anyway. So then, uh, Trident. I I'm kind of t- just touched on it. He hates humans, yeah. but the Ursula.
0: Yeah, and, like, I think overall, the addition of Ariel's mom being killed by humans gives him that motive Mm. to hate humans, whereas in the original we don't necessarily, like, get that. She's just M.I.A. Yeah, it's more like a, um, you know, he's a human, you're a mermaid. Nothing's gonna happen. Like, humans suck. But, like, we don't get any sort of reason as to why he believes that humans suck. Um, And so, I do like that we get that that motivation we get that personality so to speak um i think javier did a good job of like being playful and then like when when he was just like sebastian is my daughter in love is my daughter in love because like that's crazy (laughs) that explains everything and like you saw the playfulness but then he was giving trauma when trauma needed to be given right like i felt that original trident he showed his immediate um regret like as he's leaving the cavern but javier was like no i'm just Mm -hmm. i am justified in my actions yeah and i am not going to go back on that and it's not until they discover that ariel's gone that he's you see him visibly like reflecting like
1: oh damn maybe i should not have done that you know so i like that yeah i thought um this has nothing to do with motive and personality personality his he was hired for his side profile Mm -hmm. and his voice Mm -hmm. because that was everything you hear the announcement you're in the airport with us his profile and his voice were everything that animated trident was trying to give
0: yes He wasn't
1: he's not like as swole as cartoon trident
0: although i did like his iridescent armor
1: he had iridescent really cool uh, mother pearl armor Um and he had a very long tail. He was a very long merman. I guess
0: as you grow older your tail gets more scales and you get longer? I don't I, I don't know. That's but, all I got.
1: Um and like he had a cape of a school of fish, which was kinda cool. So I don't know. I I liked it. I think that was cool. Um mm-hmm. so so from Triton, his Sebastian is his uh personal assistant or grand vizier. He's his Jafar, <laughs> but not like evil. Not trying to take over. Never, never that. I I thought David Diggs did it, did the thing. And I also love him so much. Um, If you don't know, David Diggs is from the OG cast of Hamilton. Lafayette! And and Jefferson. Jefferson. So it was really cool to see him reunite with Lin-Manuel Miranda in the score. Mm -hmm. Because there were a lot of new lyrics that Lin-Manuel was responsible for. Yes.
0: And um, I do think that Sebastian was already a personality to start with. But I do Definitely. think that he added his own flair and personality to Sebastian. You see, you I see. think where they have, where they're like, where they have like similarities. You see the love and the care that Sebastian has for Ariel. Yeah, yeah. Like it, but he just he brought the funny. In. He laid it on, and yeah, like, he did. It just. I thought that that was a great, great thing to add. The humor of, like, just the... um...
1: Adolescent babysitting. Yeah. It's hilarious.
0: Adolescent babysitting. And then my other favorite, um, coming back to the Trident, asking if Ariel's in love. He brought back the original um, Sebastian reaction that he's just like, all right, just be normal. You're going to be great. Yeah. Just like, Sebastian, yes. And, like, it just, again, the way that he... Personified, this crab, was great. I am not going to lie that the image of this crab was startling when it first was released, um, but I found it to be endearing as we kept going.
1: So I thought the original flounder release was disturbing. That was very. And I didn't find him so creepy in the movie, but I felt Sebastian looked a little more surprising when we finally were like, there were close-ups of his face and it was just a choice it was choice i think flounder looked great the under you know we'll talk okay. about scenery yeah. yeah yeah um we'll get to the scenery um yeah but the final motive Uh the final motive my boy Grimsley. oh uh, so we like grimsley because he's eric's like keeper and dad he's okay his dad yeah especially in this version it was really cute to see some like a like Grimsley, Grimsley really care for Eric yeah. and his well being rather than just like keeping in line with princely duties. So like once Eric starts to fall for Ariel, Grimsley's like covering up his tracks and stuff, which was really cute. So yes. Grimsley's motive was really to keep Eric safe and content, and we we love that.
0: Yeah, and even with um with the Vanessa scene. Woo! Woo! Like uh, there was this moment with the ring, and the ring um, goes flying out of her hands because of Scuttle. And um, Grimsley, he sees the ring, and he's just like, "Whoop!" and kicks it away. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, "I don't
1: see a damn ring. He's not marrying this damn ring. Not marrying this bitch. Nope." So
0: I I do like the emphasis that we put on Grimsley being his keeper, being his like his second caretaker.
1: Yeah, and. Also starkly contrasting with Tran. Oh, yes. Very much so. So, like, Grimsley and Eric's actual adopt, his mother, they want Eric to be happy but safe on land. So that's what's similar. Mm-hmm. But Grimsley really, really wants Eric to be happy more than anything else. Yeah. So I like that. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, yeah, I think in terms of personalities and
1: motives, I think that they, honestly, they killed it. I do too. We had character development in places I wasn't expecting it. So I thought that was really Yes. Cool. So I think those additions were phenomenal. Yeah. It helped uh, compel, uh, it kept everybody and everything compelling. Yes. Um, I mean, we want to talk about Lynn. Okay. So we already mentioned Lynn Manuel Miranda. So he's on the score, yeah. he created another song or two. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, as soon as the lyrics dropped, we looked at each other in the dark. We were like, that's Lin. Like, you can't, yeah, it was Hamilton. <laughs> like, you can't, you cannot mistake the internal rhyme, the silly lyrics and stuff. Um, the beats. beats. The beats. So does it sound like Alan Menken? Absolutely not. No. There's nothing similar. Like, that's part of why it was like, oh, okay, here's the Lynn, Here's one of the Lynn songs, you know? And so, like, I can
0: absolutely understand how people were very much like, These two are very, very starkly different styles. Yeah. um, And be, I don't want to say up in arms about it, but upset by it. That it's not, like, matching the styles. Because, again, that is very abrupt. It's very startling. But, I don't know. I think um, specifically with Scuttlebutt, which (laughs) is Scuttle's song. I
1: liked
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fitting. It was fun. You know,
1: we love Aquafina. She's from New York, rep uh, rap Queens. Um, and she was a rapper first before anything else. You mm-hmm. listened to her when she was a rapper, before she was in Orville Queens, before she was in Raya, before mm-hmm. everything. Um, and I think, yes, when you hear it, you're like,
0: damn, that's Hamilton. But it's also just a very... Um, <laughs> it's also a very... Um, good song and it fits the the scuttle that she
1: made that she's created for herself yeah for sure um and also like the premise is it's when you know scuttle comes in to wake up ariel to be like you're engaged and it's like not right she's not engaged it's vanessa who just came into the enchantment Mm -hmm. so scuttle's dishing so like what better modality to dish than to rap i just thought it was really smart
0: yeah, and I think that was a great utilization of Lynn manuel Miranda's... Sorry, I shook this. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's talents and really showcasing that. Um, and another example of that would be the consensual lines. Ah, yes. That are in Kiss the Girl. So the, the lines that I think... Oh, the speech pathologist lines.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think it's um you're dying to try, uh kiss the girl. Yes, yeah. you want her, look yeah. at her, you know you do. It's possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her. Um so that gets replaced with possible she wants you to use your words, boy, yeah. and ask her if the time is right and the time is tonight, go on and kiss the girl.
1: So um, it's a conditional.
0: Yeah, like I I never, like, necessarily thought about the original lyrics and how. <laughs> Y'all,
1: you're coming on our flight with us. Thanks We're doing you're our you're, for- just, you're just here. You're just here for oh, us. I love that oh, Thankfully, that's not ours. That's a plan.
0: Um, But with that, I never really thought about the original lyrics. Not. Being consensual, because I guess like that's just how I don't
1: know Disney kind of I think like me. <laughs> part of it. I, mean it <laughs> I also think it's um Ariel is looking to get the kiss. Yes, in the original version, she's not that she's not having amnesia where she doesn't know that's what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that version, she's like doing everything, and and her comrades are helping. Yeah, her. so I think we were it was more um pushing him to to do it. Yeah, which actually now is kind of confusing. So I guess with this new amnesia clause in Ursula's Wait, what do you mean? plan, so now that Ariel doesn't know she's supposed to kiss, she's not pursuing it. Now it has to be a consensual kiss. That's very true.
0: Because I mean, in order for it to be a, tr- a, l- a tr- true, true love, has to t- be t- consensual. It has to be consensual. Two ways. Two ways. Two ways. Ooh, family of two on the ride. Uh <laughs> but um. But yeah, I I do think that these new consensual lines do apply and make sense with the addition of the amnesia, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, and I do like the way that they were presenting Kiss the Girl, that it's basically just the three of them. That it's Sebastian, Scuttle, and Flounder doing this. Yeah. Instead of like all the turtles, all the the flamingos that I didn't oh okay um we're sad we're leaving disney too yeah i want to go back in. um but i like that it's just three of them doing it and that it's more so a if air if ariel sees us yeah like she's not gonna want this um she is she's gonna want us to like back up so like it needs to be just for eric like Eric is the only one that needs to hear. Yeah, they
1: were like whispering in his ear and stuff. It was really, it was cute. Yeah, it was and, like, and it added to the funny too. With the, the
0: Oh, for sure. Being under the hat. The sidekick energy was strong. Oh yeah, and like at least in the original, um, again, Ariel is in on it. She knows what's happening. She's like, "Ooh, I'm play up my, my bed." Oh my god, it was non-consensual
1: shit. for Eric in the original.
0: Oh, <gasps> <I'm> crying. <laughs> 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 <Stop>. <laughs> that's what it was but you're not wrong oh my god wow in the original he poor
1: eric gets brainwashed so many times because he's so pretty and has no personality uh, but now i mean like even when he's brainwashed by vanessa even at that point he's still like i feel weird she's just like kind of stringing him along on this yes. enchantment until until the sun sets which was cool yes but um, I have a burning question. Oh, burn. So, how did you feel? So, we had, you know, Aquafina had her own little rap song. Aquafina yes. did the thing at Scuttle, oh, but you didn't did. get your. I know. How'd you feel about that? I didn't want to do that too much because we're around some people now, so. Oh, I will. <laughs> I know you. Know. <laughs> but,
0: like, honestly,
1: we rewatched the original, um like,
0: last week. Yeah. In preparation. Like just to have it fresh in our minds to have
1: a true comparison going on. And also to honor Miss Jody Benson. Uh-huh. The original boy. Which by the way, she makes a cameo. So great. It's so
0: cute. It she's a cute- still giving
1: princess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's not spoil the cameo. No. We'll just say we'll she's spoil still everything else. Yeah. She's still princess. But like I I love the yeah, it just it, even to this day it makes me laugh because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> and it makes me so happy <laughs> because it's so cringy it's bad so i do i i wish that her wah, wah, wah was better but there was there was semblance of share and she had
1: she had her own and she had her whole her whole own thing i so you know who didn't have a whole thing mm So let's just wrap up Mm -hmm. our Lin-Manuel conversation. So we read that he was also cameoing. He was going to be the chef. And the Mm -hmm. chef has that whole stupid French scene with (laughs) Sebastian trying to um, serve him in a platter.
0: So we were excited because both of us love Hamilton. And so we loved that they were going to be on screen
1: together, basically giving us cabinet rap battle. Debbie Diggs, and, and yes, thank you. Miranda reunited. But now, oh, in a po- again, in opposition, Jefferson Hamilton, rap Battle. Right. And that was cut. So the scene was definitely cut, or maybe we were just misled and we have to do better research. We even waited till the end of the freaking long-ass credits see if it was, like, the end scene. Nope, we didn't have an end scene for this. So, y'all, when the credits start rolling, walk out. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, the credits look pretty, but once the pretty
0: credits go, you, you can leave. I mean, you can also acknowledge the other people that worked on it. I'm sorry.
1: So, yes, acknowledge them. Love them. Um, But don't expect like an Avengers uh, shawarma thing at the end. (laughs) So ridiculous. But, yeah, so I
0: was very hyped for that, and at one point, like, um, after Vanessa and Eric's engagement was announced, we were like, oh, it's coming coming and then it didn't (laughs) it it never it never showed up so low key i'm hoping that there is deleted scene to find because that will bring me such 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 joy um oh another thing that we do need to mention the actress that plays vanessa oh my gosh eight left no crumbs, and she's only on the screen like total maybe like five minutes and that's me being generous But she left an impression.
1: Yeah, she's also lip-syncing for her life, like, the entire time. Because she's using Ursula's voice or Ariel's voice, like, not her own. Correct. But, like, she ate. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: every single crumb.
1: Yeah, we were, like, so enthralled. We leaned over and we were like, she got... Her audition was the psychotic girlfriend face and she was hired. Like, that was what it was. Automatic.
0: Automatic. Automatically. And so, another thing that I need to bring up. Because a lot of people... We're super duper excited about the diversity amongst the sisters and everything.
1: Mm. How'd you feel? I thought it was a great concept. I didn't think we got enough personalities. Like they look beautiful. Different cultures are kind of blended in there. Like, and Triton says these are his daughters of the seven seas. So I guess that's the (laughs) patriarch. So implying that he, you know, has a queen in each sea even though we know there are 36s or whatever the hell we... I'm pretty sure it's seven. 76, 72. So he should have 72 daughters, but whatever. He has seven daughters, one in each major oceanic Plates. dimension place. Although, remember,
0: there are a lot of uncharted seas at this point of the film.
1: Oh, that's right, because Ariel so. even has seven. So there's just seven Still now. seven. Oh, yeah, this is an old... T- yeah, they, didn't, they had seven. They didn't know any better. I guess Triton also didn't, as the ruler of the sea. Crazy crazy
0: um i also oh, oh, oh i was like no just it's crazy um uh, we finish each other's sandwiches ah.
1: um, but what did you
0: think about i that? i thoroughly enjoyed their diversity i loved that we had sisters all over um however i do feel that they were underutilized i think yeah. it would have been really really cute to have like I don't know, like, just a cute little song where they're, like, talking about Ariel
1: being in love and, like, like, or their opening number in the animated version. Yeah, but the way that they open up this
0: particular film, I don't know if it would have been applicable or made sense. Because, like, the whole start of it is that there's, like, this harvest moon or something. You know
1: what it should have been? What? It should have been kind of, like, a song that the nuns sing about Maria and the sense she's like, how do we solve a problem like Ariel? Ariel. That should have been a song that they sang. Be, that would have been cute like it could either or i would
0: have been but i i feel like that we we being just dis- obviously just dis- <laughs> <laughs> dis- the the image of these lovely people these lovely actresses portraying these gorgeous beautiful sisters and we only see them on screen total two minutes i don't
1: even they think didn't. they all had lines no they didn't
0: and if they did it was like oh and like i i just i wish that they were used a little bit more um because i do think that like include inclusion diversity is something that is stupid important um and it's something that has been more of an emphasis i feel with disney or disney's at least trying Mm -hmm. to make it more of an emphasis or putting forth more effort to do it yeah for sure and to only give us two minutes of content with the most diverse set of sisters that we've had in a very long time is just a little upsetting a little disappointing for me um because again i was looking forward to seeing like the different sisterly dynamics like you know you don't see your sisters all the time like Talk to me more about how that annoys you. That like, you know, you didn't get to see Ariel because she was out
1: exploring. the yeah. subtle, um, you know. Even Hans Christian Andersen spotlights each sister for a paragraph in the original story. He like, does what they do when they first surface, um, and you know, you know, sniff the night's air, whatever the hell they do. I don't know. They're not sniffing. <laughs> the air. Whatever they're doing. I'm but they're allowed to go to the top when they turn sixteen, so we get to a spotlight on each of them, and that's a little bit personality. Yeah,
0: and I just, again, overall, just to not continue harping on it, because I will just end up repeating myself how disappointed I am. I just wish there was more with
1: it. I wonder if we're going to have, like, a plethora of Juliet scenes. Maybe we are missing... Maybe they cut this because it wasn't furthering, like, the plot. Just like Lin-Manuel singing with Debbie Diggs. I mean, it's true, and the movie already...
0: At as it stands now, is two hour and like fifteen minute movie compared to the ninety minutes that the OG was. Um, it did not feel like two hours. hours. I I enjoyed it. Oh, um, and the last one you would like to take.
1: Okay, so a big change, the the largest change of all, um, has nothing to do with Hans Christian or some story. Has nothing to do oh. with. Uh, Ursula's origin storybook that we just—I just, just read—has yes. nothing to do with <laughs> the animated features' closing scenes. Mm-hmm. So we have Big Ursula with the crown. She just disintegrated Titan into sea foam, and now er- Eric and Ariel are like swirling in this typhoon together on these like multiple shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. And Ariel steers the ship into mm-hmm. Auntie ursula mm-hmm. and commits Tia side—not <laughs> Tia side. I I love it. I don't know how I felt. I liked it. Yeah, I guess, again, we can't have the prince saving the princess. I think that was why they made the mm-hmm. chain. Absolutely. And I think because Eric also
0: wasn't necessarily helpless. Like He was absolutely helping, I think, the cause of killing or getting rid of Ursula or fighting her. Fighting um, but I do like that Ariel was the one to kill because it almost shows like, you know, it was in you all along. Like you don't need no man. True. You know? Yeah. I, well, when you phrase it that way. Yeah. Cause even when it comes to her getting her voice back, it's very similar to actually a little different. That was different too. A little different because the, I think the way that it was in the film was Scuttle comes by in the OG Scuttle comes, rips the necklace off, Drops it on the floor. And I forget who steps on it. I can't remember if it was Ariel in the OG or somebody else. Um, But cracks it. And then, ooh, we're back. But in this, one, Ariel is the one that rips off, I believe, the necklace. she sees it. Because she sees it. And she's like, bitch. Um, she sees it around Vanessa's neck. Rips it after they, like, tussle a little bit. Cat fight. And Meow. And then <laughs> and Ariel steps on it. And then... We get, like, this beautiful little, like, floating, like, siren's voice in a bubble. And everybody's like, the fuck is that? And then, boom. And so, again, she's repeatedly showing that she don't need no man. Right. You know, like, I don't need no man to save me. I, I got me. Like, I saw, I saw my opportunity to get my voice back, and that's it.
1: Yeah. So she does a lot of uh elsa know, yeah which was cool because we love for that um so i think they brought her into more of a modern they tried to make it the story the is the original story is not is not not misogynistic <laughs> i mean she does she like sacrifices her whole life for a dream to be with a man that she can't be with right and land and land so in here, she had a lot more control over her destiny. Even and and even her getting involved in the the deal wasn't her choice completely. No. Like she pursued it to get s- some questions answered, and then she got like coerced into it. Yes. Um. But you mentioned the siren song. So another thing I thought was really cool that they added was that her beautiful uh, crescendo mm-hmm. um, is a siren song, like meant to lure sailors in. And then we have that whole piece where they kind of give that exposition to people who don't know like yes. lore of mermaids welcome to our channel um they give you the whole like oh sirens lead men to their death they tempt mm-hmm. you they bring you in whatever whatever so ironically when ariel rescues eric she's singing her siren song which mm-hmm. rouses him and then he does get lord into <laughs> which is great but he already had like a longing for the sea yes but um I just thought that was really cool. So basically, Ursula captures her siren song, which Ursula says and she even her, says it too. She says it, which makes her powerless, which is essentially still encapsulating the lines they took out of poor, unfortunate souls. That is true, without saying it overtly.
0: Yeah, and even like in her her lack of having a voice, Ariel. It she's still a, this Ariel is stronger than other areas Oh hell yeah because like the magnetism like I don't know it's if wow. it's like the power of attraction or like the means oh my god you didn't talk about the and kiss the girl the airy re- Oh the
1: speech therapy okay we'll yeah get
0: there, hold on. so um <laughs> I think she and this connects to what Christina's going to talk about the speech therapy <laughs> tactic that happens. um she is still a very capable person um even after the transformation and so they maintain
1: that that capability that she has despite her being mute yeah so like just she again going back to you like she don't need no man she doesn't she has a siren song and she's able to woo him without using even that because she doesn't need him she just has this extra power so i thought that was awesome yeah and uh the speech therapy moment. So in Kiss the Girl, you know, he's trying to guess her name, Eric's trying to guess her name in the boat, and she cannot speak because her voice is gone. Um, And in the animated film, Sebastian is whispering it, or like the reeds are whispering it. You know, nature helps enable him. So that, I, I said to you in the theater, I was like, oh my god, it's speech therapy. Because Ariel starts using all these compensatory strategies to help him get the name. Because Ariel doesn't know that mm-hmm. her comrades, her sidekicks are actually in the are facilitating mm-hmm. kind of this boat ride scenario. So Eric had just finished showing her this constellation and he said Aries. So Ariel's like pointing to that constellation. So Eric's like, Air, and then she like punches him in the face. She's like, okay, like extra raids, first syllable, one syllable. So he's like, Air, air, air. Um, oh it's, Yeah, it's ariel, right? Mm-hmm. Um and until he can get the final syllable of her name. So he's continuously saying Aries
0: and then she like puts her, her finger like down his his lips. She
1: uses like these tactile cues to help him close the syllable into Ariel.
0: And then he's like, Aries Aries A-ri- A-ri- <laughs> and then he's like Aries. Ariel. Ariel. And then she's like
1: wasn't he so lucky, though, that it wasn't, like, some made-up mermaid name and it was, like, a name that he probably has encountered before? Oh, I'm just thinking
0: about Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, or her other sisters who have all those other names, like Atlanta. Well, no,
0: their their names were different. They weren't, like, the Aquadas.
1: Aquada. Aquada. How would she have cued that? Oh, sorry. Aquata. <laughs> 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 Yeah,
0: (laughs) we're great. Um, and so I come to the. You know what? Before I talk about special effects, do you think any of these omissions or additions? And I mean, I feel like we did cut, we did cover it. But do you think that this should encourage people to see them, discourage people to see that this
1: movie? How should they approach these omissions and additions? I think it's kind of like, if you were a kid or whatever, whatever when the Harry Potter movies first start to come out, and you were going in expecting an exact rendition of Prisoner of Azkaban, and then Alfonso Cuaron comes in and does his own thing with it, and it took you a few watches to be like, this is actually phenomenal, that's kind of the, <laughs> um, maybe personal, maybe that was a little personal, yeah. that's my favorite Harry Potter book, but you know, when you were going into those movies and you were expecting all these details and then they had to, like, band aid over some plot points to, like, make it fit into two hours. So for this, they had to expand it a little and make it, like, less misogynistic. Very. Um, so I think going in and knowing that it's a, it's it's the same story at heart because it is based off of a fairy tale, but mm-hmm. the fairy tale itself was changed. As hell. It had to be, even, in 1989, Disney knew they had to change that and give it a happy Ooh. ending because it wasn't, it, was, uh, was not. it wasn't a nice story. It was kind of really sad. So she gets the guy in the end. It's just the journey she goes on to get there is even more, I think, progressive today than it mm-hmm. was in 89. So oh, I think, yeah. you know, some folks around Disney World, we heard, had already seen it twice. And mm-hmm. it literally just came out on Friday. Today Which is Sunday. I also, no, today is Monday. Yes, today is know. Monday. Which I also
0: find very funny because um, a few reviews said that they really doubt that there's a rewatchability to this um and i really feel like some reviewers underestimate how like the anticipation that came with this film
1: and genuinely how well they did to adapt it to modern times and also the fact that just by hiring hallie you have opened up that princess looks like me for so many girls and boys and people and whoever Across the world, who are now like, that's my princess. Like, I get mm-hmm. this. Like, you know, our relatability is added in a land where only there were a few diverse princesses prior.
0: And even then, like someone like me, for example, I only had two princesses to really identify. One of them isn't even acknowledged to be a princess, truly. Oh. Pocahontas, as well as who is Native American. Um, and My brain, my brain. Esmeralda? I mean, Esmeralda is also not a princess. I know. Jasmine. Those are the three that were the closest to me and my features. And so I can only imagine how it would be to be a young black girl, to not see yourself until Princess Tiana came out. And this is further adding to, again, that importance of diversity, that like, that
1: inclusion that is so needed in Disney as a whole, because it is predominantly white. Yeah, and it's Disney's mission to be you, mm-hmm. be proud of you, and you know, to be relatable to everybody so they can flourish, right? So yeah. like, why would you only have blonde princesses? Arguably, and I'm sure others
0: will argue, <laughs> Disney Renaissance is the best. Um, <laughs> at least the second Renaissance, the night Well, '89 to when it did but even then like again it's just the gravity of this film is more than just disney expanding on live action and monetizing Mm -hmm. over becoming like creating these older films into live action it's being more inclusive it's being to to quote prince eric to progress toward to not stay stuck in the past.
1: Ah, uh, Disney should
0: <laughs> Saved by a princess. You know. but like again, I I think that this was merited. I think currently, out of all the live actions, this is the best live action rendition that we've great. got. Um, with the exception, I actually I would say it's on par with like Jungle Book because that's, that's
1: I heard I actually did see it. Go for it. That's I'm great. going to. I just. I know and we are you um, busy I don't know we haven't watched Peter pan yet but that just came out that's it that's so whole so on. asterisk
0: but i'm pretty I'm pretty confident that we're so good I'm we're both gonna write about this um and again i just i feel in a lot of these reviewers who aren't people of color saying such things i think you have no right to say such things so sorry I because again it's they're missing like a whole piece
1: of yeah. reacting like look at your eyes tearing up I know stop like y'all can't see it but <laughs> stop
0: it's just again it's it's a big deal like it's and it's not even like someone would stop <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's not even like for me it's just representation matters and it's just another take on a classic tale and it's an even stronger character who now more girls can relate to and like love and adore and you know look up to and that's what's important yeah stop <laughs> so that's yeah. yeah yeah so if you are a white reviewer hi let consider outside of you that's all i'm saying bug no i was oh. just trying to like Uh-oh. cut their heads off with that sound <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right literally oh my god um my
1: <coughs> major qualm yeah and i think you know the people everyone has a different opinion of visuals of course well let's like summarize the visuals yeah. since we are a literature channel and we're here for the mm-hmm. literature okay tell us so with the special effects listen this whole
0: movie c channel like that there's no mistake in it um, no. and I have to say one of the things that I loved, not many people loved it, um, is the differentiation of like deep sea versus like mm. where Trident lives. Beca- and it's also emphasized in Ursula too, that like she is bioluminescent and it shows that she's adapted to her surroundings in order to adapt to those surroundings. You need to be in darkness. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, Ooh, science, look at, look at Disney being science Um, and so I enjoyed that. Um, and overall the CGI with Ursula was just chef's kiss. The personification that okay. Melissa McCarthy did of Ursula is fantastic.
1: Yes. I do
0: still feel that to be very accurate or a bit more accurate to the inspiration of Ursula. We should have... Sorry, we might have friends now. So oh, sorry. We should have had someone who is part of the drag community be Ursula, um, mm-hmm. or even a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved Lizzo or Queen Latifah being Ursula as well. I think it would have been... Yeah, we know Queen already slayed, so... Girl. And if you've seen Lizzo's audition tape for it, I'll show you.
1: <gasps> Girl. Girl. link in bio
0: oh it's so well done or like it was one that she was like dicking around at home or something but either which way it was amazing and so like again melissa mccarthy also a, like like she, she did
1: she did the thing and so that's just for me like i will admit that yeah i think it was one of those like we were holding our breaths for it and then we were expectations right. were met like it was yeah. great she did a ph- phenomenal job yeah um, and so coming back to special effects,
0: still on Ursula though, um, when she becomes large, when she becomes uh, Ur- Ursula, when she becomes Ursula,
1: um, no. yes,
0: Ursula, um, she, I'm oh, okay, I've got, anyway, um, so I wrote it it's extremely dark and, you know, this could go many ways because in this darkness you could still see like peeking through like some like prosthetics of like gills coming in um you don't necessarily see any more from like her nose it was giving very much like simon and garfunkel simon and garfunkel like hello this my old friend right (laughs) and so like i would (laughs) have enjoyed maybe just a smidge more lighting um maybe up lighting and i it almost feels as if, and, like, we talked about it, it feels as if, like, they were trying to conceal um, something, whether it was bad CGI, bad makeup, bad, bad something. But I think, overall, they just had bad darkness. <laughs> and I just... I get it. We're in a storm. It's brooding. But, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Y'all... Cl- or, like, we were running towards the end of the budget, and we were just like, ah, we've already asked for too much. Ew.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the underwater scenes were meant to look, we talked about this? Yes. So like They're meant to look kind of whimsical, right? Yeah, of course. So her scene was obviously, this is what, you know, the wish she's big and taking at the very end, it was not meant to look whimsical, it was meant to look terrifying. So a very, very space mountain. So, like, typhoon in the dark. <laughs> so I... Th- Maybe that's what they were going for. But, I, you know, we all wanted to see... sorry, sorry. <laughs> Melissa is very expressive. Like, I would have loved to oh, see yeah. her wrath and her insanity, you know? We yeah. couldn't really see anything except just the, the silhouette of evil and the, the storm and then Eric and Ariel. But, um... Yeah. And, like, it could... Okay.
0: If I'm pulling out my English Excuse me. Oh, there it is. It could also be illustrating... The conflict between good and evil in that sense, like sure, yeah. the visual representation of it. But even then, like, I don't know. I, I still think that her being as powerful and as witchy as she is, she would still be glowing with
1: something. Even Jafar, when he becomes big and dark, you can still see it. Yeah, like I think in is- the live action, actually, it was still very. I don't remember. I don't I watched- remember. I need to re-watch that part. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us if, know for wrong. If you <laughs> saw that, if you thought of that comparison also, and if you thought one was better than the other. Jafar or Ursula's takeover moment. Yeah, I... Again, I just...
0: People <clears throat> don't know how to pick up chairs. There's a lot. Yeah. Anyway. um, But I... There were some minor things like when she is climbing up the the rock, she being uh Ariel, is climbing up the rock. Like there was some like weird like jumping with her hands um, that I kind of noticed. But again, if you're in it, like you're immersed, like you're not going to notice it. It was just in that moment, I was just like, huh, that was a jump in editing. Huh, that was a
1: choice. Okay. <laughs> I actually missed that completely, but that's why like
0: i i don't know
1: Where, just... whereas i thought the hair movement in the water yeah. was phenomenal and a huge gripe we always have with like mm-hmm. princesses who are wet is that they always look perfect and it's not that Kelly didn't look perfect. She, did. she did but she looked okay. like she was underwater like it was it wasn't it, it helped me suspend that disbelief yes. that she was you know perfect bang like she had her hair was like constantly all over her yeah and I thought that was awesome. And, and it was and Triton too, even his beard was moving in the water. It was everything. so
0: cool. It was great. And um there was another effects related thing. Um with I feel like the ch- the shift in like the coloring between land and sea, and I think you touched on this uh, when we were talking about that it was also kind of startling. Like I personally would have pre conference. Yeah. Personally, I would have wanted to stay underwater. It just seemed more, like, bright, beautiful. And, like, again, it's just a matter of showing realism, like, what it actually is, like, on land versus, like, you know, CGI. (laughs) Yeah,
1: whimsy underwater. Yeah, whimsy underwater. And I think, you know, when you're doing something that's a fantasy world, juxtaposed with actual, like, Prince Eric's castle in a real human world, like, they can't look same, You know what I mean? Like, the underwater castle can't look like Eric's castle.
0: Although I was disappointed in the underwater castle. I was, too. Like, I... Budget, I guess.
1: I She guess. didn't spend much time there, so I guess, why bother? Yeah. No, but, like, the outside, because you do see, like, the, the, the mermaids, like, going. Listen, nothing's going to gonna look like the castle in Magic Kingdom. Okay. Uh, Cinderella's I castle? Did. Yeah. So... Um, I think you know even the lighting was different because they were trying to give like that underwater cast of brightness and pastels and neons kind of like um, versus on land where everything was like normal lighting and whatever. And then Ursula was in the plunged into the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a great like three different kind of chambers of light. But I'm
0: also I'm bringing up the Hans Christian Andersen quote at the start.
1: Oh, okay. So as we near the end of let that's. Open at the close. Open at the close. Oh my gosh. So we mentioned before that there was a Hans Christian Andersen quote at the very, very beginning of this, which we loved because we read this mm-hmm. uh, not not three weeks ago. We read the original short story.
0: And uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's, But a mermaid has no tears, and therefore she suffers so much more. So I, I thought that was an interesting quote to include there. Um because we already know that ariel is suffering under this
1: water with her father's rules
0: yeah with her father's rules and like although she's not like legitimately crying um you still see her suffering she's unable to truly i guess like emphasize how much suffering she's going through because she can't necessarily like she have tear ducts, I guess, to do such thing, or it would just blend in with the water itself, and so and he's not hearing her either. Correct. So it's just and um I thought that that was an interesting quote to choose from, hot from our boy, primarily because
1: again, I just so Triton suffering never ends because he never becomes human. That's true, and we didn't learn about the seven sisters, so can't speak on that. No. Ursula's suffering only ends when she dies. And She's not a mermaid. We know she's a Cecalia, but mm-hmm. still a sea creature. <laughs> Lumped in with merpeople. Um, Prince Eric, he's suffering because
0: similarly to Ariel, he is, he's experienced, actually, differing from mm-hmm. Ariel. He's experienced what freedom is. And to him, freedom is sailing in the however many seas exist during his time. Um, and he is getting that freedom taken away from him. And so at that point, he is suffering due to the limitations that his mom is putting onto him. Yeah. As well as his, like, his need to explore, his need to progress. And for him, progressing means you are learning from others. Um, and, you know, having that being prevented for him is a huge deal yeah you know and yeah i just i don't know i
1: liked that they opened with that and made i
0: mean it also like sets the scene
1: yeah i thought about the quote for every single person's motive yeah so, and people we've talked about kind of sip grim because <laughs> grim is is here he's wholesome he's
0: here to be wholesome not grim ungrim
1: ungrim ungrimsley
0: ungrimsley i love it. so um but overall i think disney did a good job if i were to give it a rating on a on a proper scale um outside of ours it would be a solid like a yeah minus maybe at- at least. i would agree a minus at least. because again although there are small things with the special effects that annoyed me. (laughs) I still think that the overall like theme holds true and it even adds more more themes within it to modern present. And we love a modern princess. Yes, correct. And on top of that, even if there are with the additions and the omissions, the additions that given to us add to positively add to the story to the characters and don't necessarily negatively affect whereas i feel like with others it absolutely negatively affected them yeah for sure i agree
1: i mean well said
0: <laughs> so oh man
1: i i just we loved it we, we cried loved. the whole time we did. <laughs> it you was awesome we, we stopped it happened, it happened again. again. Yeah, <laughs> so make sure if you're going to see this and you have like a like you have a special passion for this movie and it's something you've been anticipating, bring <laughs> tissues, please. Do. Please do. Take please it do. from
0: the con- from the concession stands too, just in case. Those are rough, but like if that's what you got, that's just
1: easy. just just be prepared.
0: Don't quote uh, scar. Don't wear mascara unless it's one of yeah, yes. Don't do that to yourself.
1: But so we overall we recommend go see it. Please Um watch the other original in whatever order you want. Um I think Color Me Courtney watched after the fact mm-hmm. to come to not like prime herself. Oh, and something we've been meaning to do and keep forgetting.
0: Yes. Um our first ride or die. Flynn E Rider.
1: Shout out whoever Shout you out are on you. Spotify. Let us know who you are if you like. If you're comfortable, you don't have to. Yeah. You wanna just be Flint E Rider? He's our favorite non Prince Disney guy, so that works. He is. He is. But like Thank you. Like you.
0: This is us. That's us for you. you. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Flynn E. Writer, And uh, hopefully you hear this and you you reach out because we want to be friends.
1: Yeah. So we're super uh, thankful for all of you and everybody who's been following along while we were at Disney and like kind of waiting for this video to drop. I hope you've seen it so you can listen and kind of have thoughts. So please let us know what you think in the comments. CM us on Instagram. Send us an email answer whatever poll I'm going to post on this, bo- this Spotify podcast. Uh, maybe if you guys
0: like this, maybe we should record in airports more often. I don't...
1: I mean, we can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just need then to have Patreon to go on more journeys. Yeah. More frequently. So but that like, works
0: for me. Subscribe. Love us. We love, love you. Us. Join our family, please, on all the things. Um. And yeah, next time we are... Oh, also oh, something cool. to note. Um. We will be entering a summer schedule. In Lock terms on. of posting things. Um, so that'll look like a twice a month release. As opposed to weekly. Um, for a multitude of reasons. We're both traveling a lot um, this summer. And um, our scholar over here is teaching a few more classes. Busy, um, and she is our main editor. And we need to respect the editor schedule. Um, I will also be trying to learn how to edit, so we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe later it'll become a weekly thing, but we'll see how life goes.
1: Yeah, but the it'll remain the same. We're going to do a book club, but mm-hmm. instead of just like a strictly etymology episode um, for the rest of the month, you'll have like an etymology literature kind of based episode related to the book that we're reading. So stay tuned for the book list for the rest of the year, kind of. At September. least for, ne- for, for some. And we will um, we'll post that in the next couple of, I guess, before June. Before the June book. Yes. We announce it anyway. But to
0: give you just a heads up, it will be an LGBTQIA book.
1: In preparation for Pride Month. So yeah. uh, look out for that announcement. And we love you. And we can't wait to hear from you. And we hope you'll read along all summer long. Yes, please.
0: Because it'll just be more fun. Now. Anyway, love y'all. We got to go catch our flight. Bye. Bye.